0: People at home! What's up with that? you ready? the gods, the drugs from my generation. And it's a sin. The gods of faith, the fraud they're messing with me. Come on, come on, come on. Welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. Let's get it out. Dumb. Yeah. The New Day. Let me talk to you. Baby. If I can be serious for a minute. For the love of God, stay away from the deep of dogs. Move to the music, play it like music. Move to the music, yeah. me.
1: Welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am the artist formerly known as Pizza Funny and your podcast Jedi. I am joined, as always, by the other half of the world's greatest tag team Never, He is a cat lover. It's DPP. That
2: worked out. Came down right at the right time. He's holding a cat, everybody. Yes, indeed he is.
1: And joining us as well this week, the third member of the Triumphant Trifecta of Triangular Podcasting. He is oh so velvety when he speaks. It's Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt.
3: Greetings and citations, and please forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm talking while I'm eating all my muffins, talking my shit. It just seems like that kind of week, right? You eating your muffins? Sure. Tunny, 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 you consider yourself a journalist? No. Are, are you friends with uh, formerly known as Cheershot Steven?
1: <laughs> I am definitely not <laughs> friends with uh, that guy.
3: No, I am not. Oh. You mean, you mean fuckboy? Oh, we, we, we have something in common. I'm just saying, if you fancy yourself a journalist in this wrestling game, <laughs> you might want to disclose who you're friends with. Uh, hey, peace, love, and
1: copyright, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and And rounding out the quintessential quartet of quadrangular podcasting it is the trivia trickster himself dressed today in a beautiful creamsicle jersey to support his tampa bay buccaneers this weekend it's aj Balaza. better beat them damn fucking cattle girls. let's go i don't know i don't have you winning that game sorry yeah if it happens, okay. it
4: happens if it does if it, it doesn't we're still winning the fucking south no. And coming it's in at Steve Young? <laughs> Dude, I wish it was a Steve Young jersey. You know how many times I've heard that just walking out in public? I'm like, no, it's a fucking Jameis Winston jersey. And coming in at second this week is
1: Al Del Greco. I can't go on. You
3: remember those Shout commercials? Sad day. No. Shout out to Al yeah. Del Greco, though. What's the last time he got referenced on anything? Even oh, in his I, own house. Old. Probably
4: three, 40 years, maybe? I,
1: I like the reference him a lot. I The less. Nike
3: commercials he did,
1: the top five NFL players of the week, every week he was number one. And then one week, they're, like, going strong. They're, like, and at number two, Aldo Greco. I can't go on. I don't even <laughs> remember him on Tampa Bay. Didn't he play for the Oilers? Hmm.
2: He didn't play for Tampa Bay. I think Dan was just being. No,
4: funny, I don't. I don't think
0: he played for I, either. it. Was a, it was a low <laughs> number,
2: and I and Al Del Greco's just the greatest kicker ever. So you know. I don't.
3: I don't. All right. Well.
2: Well, it, you know what? Top
3: one hundred we last week. This is this is for this is. This <laughs> I'm is not for, doing top one hundred kickers. I will. Yeah, uh, all time. Our and right now.
4: <laughs> <laughs> kickers and punters. There we go. All right. So uh the Colts are already immediately got it. Number one, Adam Vinatieri. Number two, Pat McAfee.
3: No, Reggie Roby, fuck out of here. There yeah, we go. Spell
1: Vanderjack, S U C K M Y A S S. All right, this week, just for Ray, we're gonna let everybody know what's happening on the 340th edition of the podcast known as DWI. Well, well, we're waiting. Well, it's the big
4: show. And just for Ray, it's the big show. Shh. that sheet on here all right we're gonna Bandit
1: go over Jack some things Dennis that happened well, here. yeah we're gonna go over some things that happened in cardiff um i think these guys probably have some comments about the dumpster fire known as aew mm. we will have trivia after deliberation and of course seinfeld will close the show season three episode 12 the red dot which is it's in the it's uh, it's near the top for me and one of the best episodes of so I'd say top ten percent. So we will get there. All right. Um yeah. Why don't we take a commercial break? Let's do that. And then someone can tell Dan to ring the bell when we get back, okay? DWI podcast, Chair Shot Radio Network, part of the chairshot where we encourage you to
0: always use your head
1: And don't forget to head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot.
3: Always use your head. head. AJ,
1: he gives me the hand signals. I let me be the one to tell DP to ring the bell. And then he forgets to do it. DPP! Ring, ring
2: the bell. The bell. Yeah! <laughs> hey, that boy. Everybody uh, ring that <laughs> bell. Yeah! <laughs> <He's heard back. laughs>
3: How
1: did you guys enjoy? How did you guys enjoy an afternoon, Saturday afternoon pay-per-view
2: from Cardiff? Uh, What was your enjoyment factor? What'd you do? How'd it go? I enjoyed it at the wrong uh, PM AM. I watched it 12 hours later. You did.
4: (laughs) I I was drinking beer and watching it, and thoroughly enjoyed it. Actually, from everything that I saw.
3: What happened, Dan? The cheese curd festival was in town, or some shit. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> probably, there probably yeah. was one. I but... did. Come on, man, Pop, That was funny. Come <laughs> on, man. You gotta give it to. Some...
1: <laughs> we live in the same town now,
3: asshole. <laughs>
1: like, oh, so just didn't you get an invite. The
3: curd. So you just skipped the cheese curd festival this year, huh?
1: There's no need for a <laughs> festival when they're available everywhere, all the time. It's like well, one big cheese curd festival. Welcome to Wisconsin.
3: I was about to say, Jeez. what was wrong, man? Your, your lactose was lactate women. I'm sure there's very, a correlation, by the very way.
2: Very tolerant. Very tolerant of the lactose. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I loved um whatever the hell this shit was called, man. I had my beer. I had my pizza. I had my baby. We were hanging out like wet clothes, man. It was a good time.
4: I had my beer, my pizza, and my baby. Why does it sound like the intro to a country song?
3: <laughs> I got my beer. <laughs> my pizza and my baby <laughs> drinking <And> the pizza? <laughs> they love me maybe but i wanna make one thing clear if my baby left i still got bear. that right there just hit yeah, the country is,
4: music man. awards right there must perfect have I, when they sang that I one am.
1: Officially the only person allowed to sing country music on this very show from here on forward.
3: Oh, shut up, man. Y'all love David Allen Poe or Coe or whatever the fuck his name <laughs> is.
2: exactly And I,
4: <laughs> I, I know exactly what album
1: you're talking I about. Also, I also yeah. I also, Chris, I'm also a big fan of Edgar Allen Cole. <laughs> No, hey, hey. The
3: real 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 spin, man. the Raven. And, uh, I got friends and, and, in low places. No, man. wait, that's not it. We right. were talking what they before we started recording. And Tuddy, I can't remember if it was Tuddy or Dad. I think it was Tuddy He was like, "Oh yeah, I really love David Co. I said, "Oh no, really no. I said, <laughs> "I said I like I said I like the one song." <laughs> yeah, the yeah, I know what song you like. Yeah, no, she I'm said oh, I'm I will have the kids and she was moving out. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. What's the song? What's the song?
2: darling you don't have to call me darling you never yeah, even yeah, called me by okay. my name
1: right. <laughs> that's the only one asshole you would bring that shit up google, oh. google it no no, no. all right guys no. <laughs> let's talk about wrestling come on honestly match of the year candidate right gunther and Sheamus. Guys. that that oh, yeah. was that was freaking phenomenal
2: i was gonna say that good, match good
1: old, uh...
2: yeah was fantastic. Like I loved especially loved the intro. When they came he came out and introduced the rest of him, you know, brought back uh oh god, what's his name? Uh Gmon. Maybe,
4: maybe uh, yeah, the rest It'll
3: of it, yeah.
2: And the back as Imperium Zinzi. was kinda cool. I really like that. I like this whole setup. I like the standoff in the ring while the other guys are brawling. And that was just a fight and a half. That was just Awesome to watch him just slug it out. It was just a different type of match to see, which was perfect. you know it's it's what I was talking about, you know you can get different types of matches now and have you know have a you know cruiserweight match and then you have this kind of match after that where it's just this slug fest, which was just ridiculous to watch.
3: big boys fucking each other up and Bring- I oh go ahead ring the bell for yourself though, damn before uh, AJ continues. Because the the, the the variety that you brought up, that's really yeah. what wrestling should be. It's more like the circus. It should be Great. more variety. Yeah. But go go ahead, Adam. I apologize.
4: No, you're good, Chris. Because it, it, it should be that way where it's like, yeah, there's going to be something for somebody. You just got to make sure that you like punch it home. And I do believe on the dirtiest of dirty sheets, uh, everyone's favorite wrestling uncle actually gave it five stars. He actually gave a WWE match five stars for once in a while, but no, that was that was such a beautiful fight, evening the odds with Eichner because I'm not going to call him Giovanni Bonici, coming in and evening the odds against Sheamus, uh, who, Butch, Butch in Holland in in Holland, yeah, Butch. But no, that that was that was a nice big boy match. I I appreciated
3: the fuck out of that. Honestly, I wish that's where the evolution of wrestling would have went. You know, what we saw with Gunther, formerly Walter, and Sheamus. As opposed to the hippy-dippy, flippy, no-selling bullshit. Like, like Dan was saying earlier, man, that's cool for a match here and there, but that can't be everything up and down the card. You know what I mean? It's too hard to suspend disbelief. But, yeah, that match was an absolute banger. And I mean that quite literally, because they beat the holy hell out of each other.
1: Does Gunther add his name to the extremely short list of people that could possibly end Roman's reign? Yeah, I think that's killed Cross, but yeah.
3: Yeah, well, you he's th- got to oh, be on the list, right? Do
1: you I think, think Karrion did. Cross has a chance in fucking blue hell of beating Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE championship?
3: Probably not. About.
1: I would bet everything that I fucking have, and, and if I and if I win, all you have to do is give me a donut. Kieran Cross, <laughs> will, not, <laughs> Kieran Cross will not be the motherfucker taking the belt from Gee. Roman Reigns. Period. End of story. Peace. Maybe one of them, but not both of them. I'm not making that bet, but that's how strongly I feel.
2: PC Tony literally just said, betting dollars to donuts. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> <Pop>. Well done. <laughs> you you know what?
1: That's how I feel. Here's my list. It's Cody, it's The Rock, and it's Gunther. Seth Rollins. That's it. That's all I got on that list. Do, I do can't you know anybody else? Have, I mean, tell me. I mean, I'm not. I'm not the end all, be all. Telling you, I'm right and you're fucking wrong. But hmm. that's how I feel about Kieran Cross, Chris. Who do you have any of those four people not on your list? And who else is on that yeah. list? And then we'll go to AJ.
3: Number one, The Rock is definitely not on that list because The Rock is 50 okay. years old. And if we're blessed enough to get him in another match, it doesn't need the title. The Rock transcends the title. So you might yeah. as well put the titles in another match. That's to an pump argument. We had another yeah. day down the road. Okay, it's, cool. Is that um,
1: necessary? That's a great point.
3: Yeah. Uh, Braun Breaker, he's got to be on that list. And and Killian Cross, like Triple H sees money in this guy. Like, that Kill dude is us. fucking money, man. It's a fucking that dude is
1: money. We're going to manage him down to the ring. Here comes That's, Careless with Killian Cross.
3: <laughs> that was great. I don't know, man. man. His face, his face looks like he he don't really like types of people that Careless LaVerde are. Uh, I'm not gonna go all the way there, but he, <laughs> I
1: got he it. just no, like, I, got you know, it. <laughs> I got it. I I totally got it. Oh, but I, I
3: mean, there's clearly well. money in that guy and the presentation and everything that he he does in the ring, man. So yeah, I could see a scenario where Killian Cross ends up being the title. But yeah, in Braun Breaker. So I'd say Brown Breaker. Cody, Killian Cross. That's the list.
4: AJ, I, I love how Platt keeps saying Killian Cross instead of he's mixing Killer Cross and Carry Cross together. Don't give me that. Call, yeah. Just okay, saying cool. it wrong on purpose. But I don't. I don't have Cross on my list. I have Braun on my list. Cross Breaker.
1: A, cross cross off, eh? uh,
4: yeah. him off, eh? I tick, crossed him it off. It's Tik TikTok TikTok. Not on my list. You have Braun on your list? I have Braun Breaker on my list. Braun Breaker? I, I have Gunther and I have Cody. Cody being like the number one person is, to take it, it off of them. Is it Braun Breaker or Braun
2: Breaker? I
1: don't
2: fucking it's it. it's The Steiner! It's B R O W. B R O N. No W. It's Braun. Braun. Like and LeBron. I'm
1: pretty sure they wouldn't want anybody that's announcing him to the ring to call him Braun. Consider. <clears throat> well.
2: I'm yeah. the same!
1: I'm just no, brings up a, a curious point. question. No, you make a point.
2: Is there, are they gonna are they gonna do? A, is is, the, is Vince gonna come back to change his name when he comes up to the other to the roster because they already have a Braun? Well, who was he? You it? can have a Braun
1: who, uh, and a Braun. Kevin
2: Owens.
3: Yeah. He just he's he just break, call, break, break break <laughs> nine.
1: No. Hey Theory, no, 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 no. You found your first name. I can call him Austin again.
4: Theory <laughs> found his first name. Uh, who else found their first name? There's a couple of people that actually have first names
2: again. Matt, Matt Riddle. Riddle
4: at riddle again Uh, and uh seth rollins changed
2: his name though now he's just gonna go by freaking it's very weird very weird
3: we're going the wrong way with things no No.
4: there's another person that that was funny that was funny but there's another person that also have has their first name again
3: oh uh champa tomaso champa tomaso has tomaso back can we get biggie langston back in this Farm? that's a hard ass name back. that's cool as shit touche but yes
2: that would be nice (laughs)
4: <laughs> knowing Triple H, he might actually call Breaker Rex Steiner. He I'm might actually do
3: that. He might change his name. I mean, you, a can't, Steiner, you, can't you can't trademark his real name, though, man.
4: But it's not his real name. That's just his last name.
3: Yeah, that's his real last name. So if he leaves, he can still be I Rex got, Steiner.
1: Uh, they, here's what they should change his name to.
3: And this will be the end of
1: this conversation. We can move on to the next topic. They should change his name to Walter. Hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What else? What else? What else? How did you guys like the fact that they had to sing karaoke after the final match to make sure there weren't riots in in
3: Cardiff? So I heard that was a mistake and they were supposed to have cut the feed, but they let it run for some reason. Somebody made a mistake. Somebody fucked up. But they, they were supposed to cut the feed, and that's supposed well, yeah, to just show because, that audience out there.
1: Because McIntyre even said, I don't even know if we're on the air anymore or not, right? So that kind of yeah. gave that one away, and that didn't seem yeah. like he was – but I enjoyed it. I mean, the people came – but I, the one thing I threw out at Dan, and he agreed with me 100% is – Well, well and, and obviously, if it wasn't supposed to happen, then that wasn't it. But they could have done it and planned it and had Tyson Fury turn on McIntyre during karaoke to set up a WrestleMania match.
3: Well, that's another reason why I think that wasn't supposed to air, because that's what I was thinking the entire time, that Tyson Fury was going to end up knocking his ass out like he did AJ Blas a.k.a. Theory. And that never happened. So that's another reason that I give credence to somebody fucked up and that wasn't supposed to air.
4: I'm going to have to, like, cut my fucking hair or something. I swear to God. <laughs> you're going to do something because Platt said something?
1: Man, you're going to be doing shit nonstop. He's just going to keep fucking with you.
3: Hey, man, I'm like EF Hutton, baby. When I talk, motherfuckers listen. Okay? Huh? Huh? Somebody get that. Google it, motherfucking shit. Google it, man. Read a book sometime, goddammit shit. There
4: there are so many things from Clash of the Castle that I really liked that, I mean, we all know about the one dude that had the shirt. We're not going to discuss it further than the shirt.
3: I missed it. No, 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 no. I got to chide PC Tutty, I was tardy to the party, so I couldn't respond to it. Fuck you, but it was hilarious. And you oh! said, yeah. "Oh, yeah, 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 yeah." <laughs> what did it
1: say? What, what did it say? baseball. But oh, it said, Chris funny, Benoit man. is a bad dad. Better, better right? dad, dad, better dad than Chris Benoit. then edit. He said, "He said I'm a better dad than Chris Benoit." Right?
4: Yes. 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 And yes. I was like, I, "Who <laughs> sent that? You did, AJ?" Someone sent it. I don't. I don't. Uh, sent I'm A$AP like, "Man, there?" Yeah, you should. I, I, I
3: would have lost my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, but that shit was <laughs> funny to me, though. That was funny. Yeah,
4: but you cool. know the one thing that I loved that I know for a fact that Ray had to have a touch in it is how Dominic turned on Edge and Ray because that clothesline was identical to Eddie doing a clothesline onto Ray turning heel, and that was picture perfect one to one. There are videos if you. Want to go look it up on social media, where it's the exact same short arm lariat to knock out Ray, and then just walking off.
3: I believe I called that. Thank you. We all called that, and then she. We we,
4: we all knew that was going to happen.
3: And then she came out on Raw and and told Ray, "I made a man out of your son." So good for Dominik. Folks,
1: we all knew it, but I'm the only one who said it last week. If you want to go back and listen to the 339th edition of the DWI podcast, and told you that he was going to join
4: judgment day as well. So yes. Yes, that's, yeah, no, you did say that too. Thank but you. but also, th- also also shout out before we go back to plat. Shout out to uh the entire crowd on that Monday night raw chanting Eddie's da- uh, Eddie's son. That was fun. <laughs> during that entire segment in the beginning of the show.
3: That was fun. I swear that's why he grew the mullet out to kind of steer into that skit cuz why else would you grow out a mullet in 2022 and you're 25 years old?
1: Chris, we have we have but, no, no in our 40s. We have no idea what the fuck we're talking
3: about. How many mullets do you see running around, Tony? I
1: don't know, but when we were Enough. in high school, we used to play a game that if we were all hanging out somewhere and we saw a mullet. The last person to say mullet when they seen the mullet would have to touch the
4: mullet.
3: I mean, to be fair, man, that's more of a y'all community thing, and I see some weird-ass shit from these kids in my community. So.
4: Yeah, I was about <laughs> so to say. Be back. As
3: far as I know, mullets might be back. I, I don't know. You you, if, you have a point, man. You have a Plat-
4: point. It, I, something tells me if you go about Let three translate. hours Let south. Let me
3: translate. Let me translate. It's y'all yeah.
4: weird-ass white
1: motherfuckers with the mullets. Well,
4: I mean, I don't
3: even know. You know, I don't even and what do they call them? They're called shags. They're not even called mullets in my community. <laughs> you wanna see what a shag is, go uh Google Bobby Brown in like nineteen eighty five. But um uh Seth Freaking Rollins and Riddle, they had a damn good match. I'm happy that that feud is continuing. The main event. There were a few times that my booty hole puckered a little bit, thinking that Drew was gonna go over. There, there were like they, God, they. I just
1: taken Twitter wait, to wait, fucking pass. All oh, match, wait, these wait, idiots wait, fucking wait, thought wait, Roman wait, was wait, gonna lose. Wait, I'm wait, like, wait. oh yeah, <laughs> that was it, wasn't it? You dumb motherfuckers! <laughs> what the fuck did you say? Your booty
3: hole puckered. Yeah, because I was so adamant that. Roman wasn't going to lose, and I was going to look like a dick if he did, you know what I mean? But Roman is great at that. Roman is probably the master at the Mm -hmm. 2.99 kickout. Like, how many matches have we seen with Roman, even when the crowd wasn't fucking with him, man? How many matches have we seen with him where you thought that was it, and he kicked out literally at the very last millisecond? He's just really good at that.
1: Well, seeing as he's been champ for 730 plus days and i predicted this 900 fucking days ago and we're not even 239 yet there was zero puckermint in my butterment well good
3: for you sir
1: Do you need
2: some ointment <laughs> uh, something to help yeah, answer, know, or something right? to help move it along <laughs> who told you she... to put the bomb on
1: did i tell you to put the bomb on did the doctor tell you to put the bomb on no one knows what a bomb does
3: we're not there yet jackie <laughs> What else uh, happened on this show? The the six-woman tag at the beginning, that was pretty cool. Yeah, the, the Judgment Day Ray and Edge thing, that was that was good. Am I missing anything?
2: Uh, Liv and Shayna uh, I mean, Liv, uh, survived again. That was the other one you haven't touched on.
3: Yeah. Oh, that was uh, no, uneventful.
2: It was so, no, like, <laughs> it
1: was so, so funny <laughs> because, like, ten seconds into the match, uh, Shayna's kicking out of Liv's finisher, and I'm like, well, now what is she going to do, you know? <laughs> Yeah.
4: I mean we, we also a, it completely was a, it was a it was a roll up. Yeah. That I mean we thing. also completely uh glossed over the fact with that, that Reigns match that uh let's see, Jimmy and Jay weren't allowed into Cardiff.
1: Oh yes, we gotta talk about it. Oh man,
4: you know DP
1: how many months, been, go ahead.
2: You... How many goddamn months was I calling for that shit and then I finally gave up on it and here he shows up finally. God damn it.
1: It's That's
2: God, That's pro wrestling. It. And I, I love
1: you know, once they you know, honestly though, you could've when you think about it, they had advertised Heyman to be there. Once he comes out without Heyman, you're like something that should have so, something's up. That yeah. should have set the bells off. But it didn't for me either. Granted, I had started drinking right when the show started, so I was three and a half hours in, so
4: I was as just enjoying the shit out of it. As soon as I saw that claymore out of Drew, I'm like Oh, wait a minute. Isn't there another Usa? And then I just see something's a happen, right. fucking
3: referee. Mm-hmm. In the back of my mind, I thought about it. But honestly, I thought the more likely scenario was that either Tyson Fury or Killian Cross was going to get involved in, into the festivities. I mean,
1: the Austin Theory could have been a way to schmoz the match, too, on Drew, like give him a, a dirty, like not be clean, like where the ref, like, the refs are distracted, and Roman used the briefcase not only to knock out Theory, but McIntyre, and then he gets the pin that way, like, there's a lot of different things you could have done there, right? Um, but I, in the end, what what do you guys expect now from Sokoa, and how does he... What's gonna... I mean, I love the dynamic right now that Sami Zayn and Jimmy Uso are, like, almost best friends, and Jay Uso can't stand Sami Zayn. Like, this is... This is all-time classic fucking shit right here. This is honestly some of the best backstage storyline stuff ever, and Sami Zayn is very quietly moving up the ranks on the all-time list for at least me, PC Tony, because that guy is so fucking underrated. That guy is so fucking valuable. Are you kidding me? You want to know why Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were never fucking going anywhere, you dumb AEW douchebags? It's because why would you fucking leave WWE when you're making all that fucking money with all that fucking exposure, and you're involved in every single good storyline? Those two are always on TV. Hashtag,
2: use your head. Isn't it going to be great when Solo Sokoa nudges Sami Zayn out of there because the real brother's actually there now, and Sami Zayn gets pushed out? Kevin Owens says, I told you so. And KO and Sami Zayn take the tag titles off the Usos at WrestleMania. Holy shit. What a baby face DP, pop that's
1: going to be. Fiction. Oh, my God. Yeah. Make a prediction. Ring Not the
3: bell out for prediction. yourself because you, you literally took the words out of my mouth. God literally, grace. that's what I was going to say because that's where they're going. They're going to, you know, because Sami's going to be looking at Sokoa like, hey, what the fuck? G, like, bro, I'm right here. And Yeah. yeah it's ultimately going to lead to KO and Sammy reuniting and, and taking the titles off the Uso. So yeah, but I mean, it's, it's been excellent storytelling so far and Sammy Zane. God damn. Did y'all see the SmackDown a few weeks ago where he broke Roman and Jay, even though Jay is supposed to hate his guts and he He couldn't help. Yeah. You know, I just, I go out
4: and I do my dance, you know,
3: the
1: better one was they couldn't, I mean, they were losing it in the ring, introducing Roman. For the celebration, when when fucking Sammy's in there, he's just like ye, yeah, yay, yeah, yes sir. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, slow down, man. What the fuck? <laughs> it's it's awesome. It's amazing. I I, 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 I also than
4: I am. I don't know if anyone else has seen it, but the Photoshop picture of like everyone knows the the picture of the the twins Jimmy and Jay with fucking Roman. Someone photoshopped a picture of a young Sammy Zayn in there too. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, he was always part of the bloodline. Come on. Do you guys see? Uh,
1: I mean, first, I'd like to see Sami Zayn treat Sokol like a rookie, <laughs> have him like, you know, go get donuts or you know carry bags or something. But what about like? Oh man, I just, I could see Roman like favoring, continue to favor Sammy though, like even more so. Like Sammy becomes number two even over Jay and Jimmy, and then all of a sudden that's where your turn could happen. I don't know. It's so interesting. I'm just in love with the whole storyline right now.
3: And shout out to the wise man who's still selling that F5 through the table. That's good shit. That's such good shit. Even though he's doing voiceovers and shit, but that's neither here nor there.
1: (laughs) That's such good shit. I think you got enough surrounded Roman right now that you can give him a little vacation before we get to uh, Survivor
3: Series. Well, that's probably what's going to happen, man. He's probably going to be very sporadic on television until we get to Survivor Series.
1: Sure. Who? So, you know, you got Extreme Rules in the second weekend of October, I believe it is, and then nothing till then. Then just Survivor Series. That's it for the rest of the year, till January first. There's only two pay per views between now and New Year's Day.
3: Sweet. That sounds wonderful. What?
4: I was about to say, hold on, (laughs) hold on. Wait, wait. They got
3: rid of TLC. There's nothing in December. There's nothing in October.
1: There wasn't anything in December last year. Extreme Rules is in October.
3: Okay, but there's nothing in September or Um, December, huh? We just had a pay-per-view last weekend. It was September. Hold
4: on. I have to finish uh, my giant glass of whiskey (laughs) due to the fact that
3: I was thinking was the end of August, man. Yeah, I thought it was the end of August, man. I'm tripping.
4: Honey is correct. Extreme Rules, October 8th, and then Survivor Series, November 26th, and then that's it. If you want to
1: know if I'm right or wrong, ask Dan. Dan's pretty damn sure when I'm saying something that I know is a fact, or I'm just bullshitting off my fucking ass.
4: (laughs) No, I just want an excuse to drink the rest of
1: my whiskey. (laughs) Now now I know I'm having a loving influence on you after all these years. (laughs) What else you guys got? Do you know who his his brother is? What about, what about, uh, how, how do you feel about the women's tag team division right now? Uh, do we going to get, we're going to get uh, Sasha and Naomi back here at some point. Do you like the fact that Raquel and Aliyah are the champions? I could totally see them taking those belts over, um, over the girls, over EO and Kai from damage control, which I like the name. I like the theme that they have right now. Um, I'd like to get to know Bailey better as well on a personal level, but I think it was good Ayo? for the division for Aaliyah and Raquel to take, I said it, uh, to take those titles. Where where do you guys see that division going right now? Because I think that's a commodity that they could use to benefit their popularity, their ratings even more so than they do. I think it's an underutilized division.
3: I think there is no division, and it's bullshit. And they should have took taken the opportunity to get rid of the titles altogether. Now it will be a great way to reintroduce Sasha and Naomi when they eventually and inevitably come back. But other than that, like there, nobody's cultivating women's tag teams. Like that's just not what this is. I, I, I just, it's just a belt for having the sake of belts, and it's too much.
4: I'm. I- I'm perfectly fine with a women's tag team division, but you need to have it so it's all three brands. So if you just mixed the NXT and the WWE, that would make things so much goddamn easier. It's kind of like, and yeah, this is the and me kicking in. It's kind of like Impact, where they have the knockouts tag titles. You don't really have that many tag teams for the tag titles. Right now it's on a mixed... Like a like a jumbled up thrown together like heel fucking tag team with Chelsea Green and Diana Perrazzo at the moment. Listen, right I'm now you have a thrown together Aaliyah and Raquel Gonzalez.
1: Listen, I'm not saying the division doesn't need work. I'm just saying it's underutilized. And when you have a specific division, uh, considering it the entire women's division with no secondary title what better way than to build storylines and feuds with a tag team division? It it's, it's, it's really simple. I mean, that, that's my opinion on it. What do you think, Dan?
2: Oh, you, I, I'm fine. If they want to have a tag, but like, yeah, like Chris said too, like there right now, there isn't really a division. So you have to promote the division. You have to get some teams together and do it, you know, and, and if they want to push for it and they, make an effort to do it it's i think it could be perfect because yeah they don't have secondary titles um and right now they don't do enough with the women to have a raw champion a smackdown champion tag team champions and then nxt as much as i would love to have the tag titles across all three brands like aj said you know they don't promote nxt on the same level right now so i don't like I don't know if you can do that other than just, you know, having the, you know, they have a couple wrestlers, you know, come down to NXT and wrestle some matches, but I don't know if you can cross the titles at this point, you know, with the way you're promoting NXT versus the other two brands. Uh, So it makes it a little difficult. You're, you're, you know, limited to that, but they definitely don't have to add any more, but yeah, promote it gets, let's get some tag teams. Let's actually do it. And and make an effort to do it then and, and then you're good to go. I think they could I think the opportunity's there, but ever since they introduced them, they have not made any effort. So maybe that'll change with Triple H. I don't
3: know. Chris, you were gonna say something, weren't you? No, I agree with Dan. I mean, well, okay, I'm I'm gonna say this and it's probably gonna give me some heat in the IWC. How many credible women do they really have? Like, they've got a a, a top tier of women, and then you got the also-rans underneath, and then everybody else is just there just because they feel like you have to have women on the show or else you're going to get heat from people. You know what I mean? There's not that many great women's wrestlers on the roster. Like, WWE clearly is, is, is the class of women's wrestling. And for a long time, that used to be Impact, just to pop Adam there but right now like WWE is wow. it is head and shoulders over everybody right now have got what you, period you of time a, was
1: that what period of time was that when impact was number 1 in women's wrestling what period
3: was roster wise tell me what years that was tell me what was it we'll say what when's the last when's the 2011 2012
4: i wouldn't even say that i would say like 20,
3: 2009 to like 2013 when when did uh, Gail Kim and Awesome Kim, Kong Kim, when James. were they headlining pay per views uh, I'd be like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. That's what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. that's why I said like two thousand six through about twenty eleven. What I'm going to basically.
4: say, what I'm going to say to defend Impact, because I know Tunney's gonna have a heart attack when I defend Impact. When they had the WWE Divas Ladies and title, gentlemen, and now the rules to King of the Mountain. I'm not doing that. I wanted to, but I didn't want to do that as a trivia question.
3: But when they had the Divas title, the not. Knockouts division was so much better. But, I mean, like like Dan said, man, and I think you said it as well, Tony. Like, they don't have enough credible women for two world titles, let alone adding the tag titles in there. And it, it, it just is what it is. Well, somebody That's said that. I said, shit. That's I said. That's they, I
1: said yes. they don't have a secondary title to support the heavyweight, t- the, the world title storylines. They have plenty of women to do this. They, just they
2: don't, do though. They, oh, they, they do. Like they have, they have, they have plenty they of could. women, but have, how many? That's what I mean. They women. gotta promote it. They gotta have, they gotta have the matches out there and the storylines to make besides want to actually the, watch the other women wrestle,
3: because the, they don't.
1: What brand is Liv the champion of? Smackdown? Y'all really want
3: to, y'all, y'all really want to watch uh, Smackdown. Zelina Vega? Okay, Bliss Barber yeah, Okay, cool. I, and Alexa not, Bliss is over, but come on, come
1: no, on. No, but man. you put him in a tag tag team and you build a storyline and a feud
3: Raquel, Gonzalez, Rodriguez Ramirez, Sanchez Thompson this is from a guy them who together, wants to man. do a
1: trios title run with
3: me no I said Freebird rules man we're a tag team
1: <laughs> we're <free> already <laughs> a tag team and you're not in it no, we can freebird the trios titles come on you're not even in the fucking conversation creamsicle
3: yeah, yeah, man. be quiet when the adults are talking, okay?
4: No, 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 I wasn't going that far. No, 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 no. No, no, no. It's fine. Tony and Dan can have their tag titles. Plat, me and you can AJ and almost this as tag team
2: champions of our own. It's fine. Oh,
3: Boy, he called you
2: almost. What do you think of that?
3: And he called himself AJ. Like what the fuck? Styles. I don't. No, I get the obvious, motherfucker.
1: Anybody have any comments on Worlds Collide? Uh, How did you, you guys like the unification matches? I, I thought Mandy looked phenomenal with her picture by the pool with nothing but her two belts. Uh, of
4: course you did. You didn't? <laughs> I plead the fifth of Jack.
2: I don't know about you, but my peeny just went, oh huh?
3: <laughs> Did you do the same thing with uh, when Sean Mike did the same thing? <laughs> Not that, that there's anything wrong with that.
4: I was too young for that. Thank you.
3: So why were you looking at it, man? Why'd you buy the magazine then, sir? I didn't buy shit. the
4: Just because this is called Creamsicle
2: does not
1: mean I creamed. No more thoughts on NXT Worlds Clyde. That's
3: fine. I'm just bullshitting, but real quick, shout out to Rick O'Shea and Carmelo Hayes, which opened the show. That's literally the only match I watched. I feel like it's the only match I needed to watch. That was phenomenal. Where
1: was that match on the show? The
4: first match. Hmm,
1: who said that that was going to be there? Who gives a fuck? Well, why are we here then if not to brag about what we predicted? Sorry, you don't have anything to brag about this week, pal. Sure.
4: I'm, I'm more happy at the get fact Braun actually won the title. <laughs> <laughs> Last thoughts
1: from the wrestling weekend under the WWE umbrella because we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk about some tire fire that's happening. Uh, over on the Turner stations. Anybody? A lot of
2: good matches, man. Good. It was really yeah. I mean a lot of good wrestling weekend. stuff. So yeah. yeah. I think we said AJ. it if you're a fan of wrestling, this was a great weekend.
4: Yeah, if 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 you want a big boy match, go watch Clash of the Castle. If you want like some good matches, just watch the pay per views in general.
1: Oh, good lean in and head nod. The fucking oh. viewers love that. A list of viewers. What am I, AJ? The listeners love that shit. Go pee. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? The, I haven't done a, a dog fuck thing. The fucking pants on, too, Winnie the Pooh. Both our All viewers right. must be <laughs> thrilled. Episode 340 DWI oh, Podcast. com forward slash the chair shot. Check it out. When we return, we will unfortunately talk AEW. We'll be right back.
3: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
1: I think AEW is crappy. I, said that. I don't I really have said anything else. I don't really have anything else to say. Did you people expect now, anything less? And all I can say is the only reason we're talking about this story about AW is because this is happening.
3: Now, is I have it no, because...
1: I'm not, I'm nothing else to say. You guys do whatever you want with this segment. I'm. I'm...
4: Now, is it because of the interim on top of interim fucking champions is it because they had a fucking trios title that that makes no sense of why they even had a trios title other than the fact that they wanted to promote the elite or is it because CM Punk has been the fucking whining child of professional wrestling since 20 fucking 11
3: if if I may speak for Tony here he's going to say yes that's going to be his answer right but um <laughs> but 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 keep going now. i mean There's so much I want to say, but I'm not going to say it. I'll, I'll, I'll put it like this, man. I do feel sorry for Pretty Tony, even though this was a monster of his own creation, but just sitting there watching him cringe during that press conference, then the way shit went down, like, went down. I don't hate CM Punk like apparently the rest of the IWC is. I've never hated CM Punk. I I'd, I'd never really understood why everybody hated CM Punk so bad. I'm going to just say this. Pretty Tony, if this gets back to you, man, I think you kind of fucked up on Wednesday, bro. You kind of got to steer into the skid. Do you guys know why Brock Lesnar was the biggest thing in wrestling when he came back in 2011? Because he had an an air of realism. Because he went out into the UFC, became UFC heavyweight champion. So when he came back, he had that air of realism. You were literally gifted a gift by the wrestling gods in this situation. Think Edge. Hell, Edge became a main eventer off the, the you know, the storyline, the real life storyline between himself, Lita and Matt Harley and that whole love triangle shit. You were gifted a gift by the wrestling gods. You have to steer into the skid right now. Nobody.
1: You... you guys are just going to let Matt Harley go.
2: We were... he missed us I laughing. Was
3: thinking, I was love thinking Matt a large in That entire
4: fucking situation.
3: What, what you got against the Harley boys, man? <laughs> That, that was actually just a goof, man. I wasn't even doing that, on you know, trying to be funny. That was just a goof. But y'all understood what I'm saying. Like, I was making a larger point, Tony, before you came and interrupted me. But, yo, you you got to – this is when you put your big boy pants on, Pretty Tone. You got to sit these melon farmers down and say, hey, look, I'm paying you melon farmers a lot of fucking money. I'm the boss. We're going to make some money off of this. I'm paying y'all a lot of money. It's time for y'all to return the favor and for me to get a return on my investment. And you, you got to rock with this. The, the most ironic thing about this is CM Punk might be Dunzo because every time he wins the belt, he gets hurt. So it might be a wrap for CM Punk and you might not be able to get anything out of this. But you got to try because this is the most that people have been talking about AEW since AEW became a thing.
4: Everyone now is turning on AEW because of CM Punk's bullshit. I'm sorry, but when the person has complained multiple times about what the fuck is going on in the company that he is in, you kind of have to cut the cancer from the fucking source. And yes, he's a cancer in my opinion. I'm saying hey, that
3: right, right now on air. Cody left. Cody left. And, 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 and Pretty Tony took all the darts for Cody leaving, but maybe that's what it was. Was. Maybe he Which, fell out with you know with your man's with you know um, Tony Omega and Matt Tony Nick
4: Tony doing I, what he did I, for I, Cody I, makes make sense
3: awesome, you know
4: Tony doing what he did for Cody makes sense because if it wasn't for Cody AEW would never be in would have never been a thing
3: No that's bullshit man that's Jericho. Jericho gave them credibility. That's why that shit. Jericho got on. did
4: give him credibility, but if it wasn't for know, Cody Turner. saying like, "Hey, let's do stuff,"
3: then if it wasn't let's... for Jericho, that shit would be NWA, man. It'd be a, we'd be watching that shit on YouTube. It'd be MLW. We'd be watching that shit on YouTube, trying to catch it when we can catch it. That they, that yeah,
4: uh, I'm I'm going to say fair on that, but Cody pushed it. Cody made sure a lot of things happened, and when he left, Tony def- defended him. Perfectly fine. CM Punk happens. CM Punk makes a random tweet last year saying like, hey, we need to work together with our our teammates and and everything else, our co-workers, to make sure we make a bigger bond. And then he does this bullshit.
3: So you're just going to negate that perhaps the elite are just bitches, just whiny little bitches? And and we we can't act like because okay the press conference man that it was a lot of shit built up and he took a lot of shit over the way the the situation played out with Koko but what if he wasn't wrong and he had to sit there and eat shit for years on top of years on top of years. Plus, you got a a contingency of the IWC that blames him for everybody turning on Roman Reigns, which that's bullshit as well. I'm not saying CM Punk's not a dick. Of course he's a dick. He'd probably be the first to tell you he's a dick. But what if he wasn't wrong? He handled the situation very wrong. Yes, we all can agree. Everybody handled it wrong. Yeah, You also can't have the, the vice presidents of a goddamn corporation running up in you and kicking in the door waving the 4-4 four four and all you heard was a hey, steel. don't hit don't bite me no more like you can't have that either like nobody really comes out of this smelling like a rose in this situation I'm no, just saying
2: not.
4: what
3: if CM Punk isn't necessarily the problem what if there's a problem with the elites because he can't be the only one in that locker room that has the same concerns he's the only one that can really voice them because of the money he's making and the position that he holds
4: he, I'm not saying Punk is necessarily the problem in all of this. I'm going to say this. He's not necessarily the problem in all of this. Because if we go back to New Japan, Bullet Club was... I'm going to go back in time when Kenny Omega was the leader of Bullet Club. He had no say in what happened in the Bullet Club. Absolutely nothing involving the Bullet Club was anything Kenny Omega said. It was all out of ghetto and everything else in New Japan pro wrestling as a management the elite was Kenny Omega, so he might have a say in that. He might have gotten into Pretty Tony Khan's ear and said, "Like, hey, let's win the the trios title because you know I just came back. I wanted to show that I'm 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 healthy. I'm worth it. I can do this." And Punk did what he did. Perfectly understandable. Perfectly fine. I'm not saying that I. I'm defending either side. I'm just saying when you have a giant fight backstage when you're supposed to be a a giant work-together group of people, that's going to make so many riffs, so many problems, and so many other negative annotations happen within your locker room or even within your management where it's, I have to get rid of one or the other.
3: I'll put it to you like this, man. And I I say this a lot. I used to say this a lot when I was life coaching as well. Resentment grows in the spaces left by things left unsaid. This was, it was a powder keg. This was the tipping point. But these issues, this, Sunday was just the tipping point, man. Like this didn't just come out the blue. And I can guarantee you really think that this was the, the first time that Pretty Tony had heard those opinions voiced by CM Punk right there at the podium? Of course not. Like, this is a culmination of a lot of things and a lot of frustrations on all sides, and it just kind of exploded. On the surface, it looks like a bad thing, but ultimately, this is a good thing, Pretty Tony, if you're able to grab the rails here and figure out how to make to make some money off this shit.
4: The only thing that I'm going to say out of this, out of Tony Khan's actual experience, expense, which I'm going to defend, is no news, especially in the wrestling world, is bad news. So if you can draw more people in, be like, oh, wait, there's turmoil between this? Oh, we're going to get more Moxley, more Jericho, and we just lost our trio's titles to the, uh, Death Triangle. Uh, triangle. Death Triangle. Fuck
3: off. And controversy creates cash. Exactly. Which is why speaking of the death triangle, yeah.
1: speaking of the death triangle,
3: since really,
1: since Pac is, he has a
3: shit about death triangle, man, really?
1: Well, why well, you think you might? Since Pac has two titles now,
4: is he Tupac?
3: I've yeah. seen oh. that
4: joke, oh. and thank God that is not actually a trivia question. Where Pac is technically the first two, the two belt person of uh AEW.
3: Yes, we, we all saw that, Sonny. Very good. You're very clever. Yes. That was poetic. <laughs> that was poetic justice. Oh Jesus Christ! That's really you-
4: that was good. Jesus only, had only- absolutely nothing. Now you got Chris, Chris. Only
1: fifty. <laughs> only fifty percent of the audience will get that one.
3: Trust me. And only thirty-five percent of the audience will get what I say. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
2: uh, I'll close out the AEW topic here and CM Punk. Yes. For anybody Do that, that wants and to, don't let
1: anybody else talk and just play a fucking commercial.
2: For anybody that wants to say CM Punk's not at fault, I think CM Punk's 100% at fault. And this goes all the way back to when he first started bitching in WWE about all the shit that was going supposedly going down, and it's continued till now. Everybody wanted to blame WWE. Everybody wants to blame AEW. Seems to be a little bit of a pattern here. As much as I, as much as I like CM Punk as a wrestler, boy, it just seems like it's just happening again, and now it's coming out live on press conferences and shit like that. I hate to say it, but this guy is too old, and he needs to be done. We don't need this shit. Like, no, we don't need to steer into a skid. He just needs to go away. Like, I don't. I think he's hundred percent the problem. And everybody was blaming WWE when he was there and he was bitching about it, everybody's now going to start blaming AEW because he's the great CM Punk. Well, not so great anymore, is he?
3: We'll be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fans. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
0: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
1: I didn't finish that last one quick enough. Damn it!
4: <laughs> I'm so proud of you for drinking. <clears throat> uh, don't worry, uh, I'll catch up. Granted, I'm like three glasses of whiskey and a beer in, but hey, hey, look—we have phenomenal funky facts. Because we're not doing the other thing that we want. I'll, to do. I'll take uh, Steve Austin Ecklinger. Steve DeBerg. That's who that jersey is. That's
1: a Steve DeBerg. It is not a Steve DeBerg.
2: Game. Okay,
1: hold on. There it is. D, lowercase, E, <laughs> capital, B lowercase, erg, DeBerg. I'm not going to
4: lie. This is the last Christmas gift that I ever got out of my Guys,
1: I don't think it's A.J. Belaz anymore. I think it's A.J. DeBerg.
3: No, that's fair, so that's why you hold on to it. That's fair. It's, but you still go get these jokes, bro. You oh,
4: yeah, still go get I I
3: will,
4: I will take every joke known <laughs> to the man here. But I, I have trivia. For the few weeks, we are not going to have trivia due to the fact that we're going to have our top 100 male wrestlers of all time in WrestleMania history.
1: WrestleMania era. Era,
4: era yeah. Because it's going to have Japan. It's going to have... Mexico, oh, it's gonna have America. It's gonna have a bunch of different
3: people. <laughs>
4: it ain't gonna have
1: Steve Deberg. I'm glad you brought it up. Let me just let me just throw this out there real quick. So what we're what I've done is we're gonna have we have at least ten personalities from the chair shot. We got top one hundred list from them. What I'm doing is if someone votes someone for first, they get a hundred points. If you vote them for second, they get ninety nine. If if you vote them for uh 70th out of 100 they they get 31 points do the math okay you get 100 you get one point so that way whoever has the most points is gonna be able to have our master list the chair shot 100 and that's what we're calling it the chair shot 100 presented by the dwi podcast and for the next 10 weeks we're going to reveal it 10 at a time ascending up towards the top 10. so i want to thank everybody that's done their list everybody that's about to give me their list as well this has been a really interesting process i think it's going to be a lot of great content We're going to try and publish these lists. Maybe some of us will collaborate and do some writing about what our thoughts were, but it's going to be a good time. So expect a lot of really cool guests the next few weeks and a lot of great conversation about the last 40 years of professional wrestling.
4: Give or take? Yeah.
3: So, apart from this on air backstage meeting but uh so we're not going to be discussing our individual list we're going to be con- discussing the compiled share so this is, comes yeah out of this.
1: so right and this is how this is going to happen is we're going to next week we're going to run down 100 through 91 we're going to start at 100 and then we're going to reveal up, up and up and up and what we're going to do is with whoever's on the show we're going to be able to tell you that well, this person I had here, this person I didn't have on my list, as opposed to where they are on the list. So the people that are making the list will get talked about in that order. And as for being on the show, we'll be able to talk about our list from week to week and where we had everybody. And that's why I'd like to try and get different people that came up with their list to come on and at least be guests in that segment as well. So I think it'll be a really fun way to get a great perspective on a lot of different fandoms, um, age wise, um, racially as well I think that's something I think about too and and I don't just mean whether you're black or white or Hispanic I mean whether you enjoy American wrestling or Latino wrestling or Japanese wrestling or European wrestling so I think it's going to be a really interesting dive into that broad spectrum that it has been professional wrestling and I say 40 years because yeah 85 was mania but you know was a couple years coming up into mania that kind of built towards that area starting and why things kind of developed into the way they were so it's going to be interesting to see everybody's take on that
3: so two things and then i'm going to mute myself i'm just going to get this out the way right now the thoughts opinions reflected by christopher platt no 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 oh, let me say this the thoughts opinions re- reflected by the chairshot.com, its staff it's its associates and its affiliates does not necessarily represent those of Christopher Platt. And number two, (laughs) this list is about to be some bullshit.
1: I don't think so. I think it's going
3: to be really good. Actually,
1: I
4: think it's more or or less going to be an average of what we think each wrestler is going to be. So if 100 is your, how else would you, how else would you do it, Chris,
1: to come up with a list for the chair shot?
3: Honey, there is no better way to do this, and this is why, you know, publications come up with these lists, because they create controversy and they create conversation. I'm just saying I already know this list going to be – I'm going to think this list is some bullshit. I'm just putting it out there.
1: I'm glad you're excited. Call
3: it a preemptive strike.
1: We can still talk – And then we'll have an empty – Strike and a postemptive Either. strike as well from you. I, I'm not worried. You, you are like Jerry Seinfeld at appetites with strikes. You never fucking run out of them,
3: do you? I probably would have went with uh, Gorbachev. Shout out to Gorbachev. I think he just got up out of here recently. Or uh, uh, who else strikes a lot? Tommy Hearns struck struck a lot. Sonny Liston, Mike Tyson. Aj,
1: the sooner you ask somebody to pick a question, the sooner.
4: <laughs> <through. laughs> uh, Dan, yeah, door, I'm just going to keep door going. one through. Like, three. I think. And oh, Chris, God. I think
2: AJ and Dan—they Dan, have door more three. power than they right. actually do. Door number three. Door number three.
3: Yeah, because <laughs> <you know>, Dan, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, because Dan's just a nice guy. He's just gonna let me go off. You, the only motherfucker fucking to tell me to shut the fuck up. And you, then I don't yeah, think he, AJ realizes sometimes you just one. got to tell me to shut Chris, the Chris. I'd
1: love you to shut the fuck up right now so we can do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so we can get out of here.
4: All right.
2: I don't think so, I ever said it so politely though. No! <laughs> <Deadly because laughs> that hepper. Still wasn't a player.
4: Sadly, because we were supposed to have someone on here, I made this question specifically for them. Oh, he was only going to do the one segment. He was never going to play. I know, I know. But no, what is the only championship Braun Strowman is missing to become a Grand Slam champion? Hmm. And if people don't know, uh, big boss man Greg DeMarco was supposed to come on to do Strowman's favorites. Hopefully he can come on next week or the week before or not before, after. Sorry, I've been drinking, but maybe he'll still do it.
3: Who knows? Hopefully he will. The issue with this question is, yeah, hopefully he'll come on, but there's two sets of damn near every title. So that's where shit gets a little convoluted.
1: Well, Vlad, are we cutting the main title? The Grand Slam includes a world, two mid card, and a tag. That's what the Grand Slam consists of. Not in
4: 24 7. Okay.
1: Well, here's the. Yeah, that's the answer. You got the answer, right? So what's your fucking problem? Yeah, exactly.
4: Everyone got the answer, right? It's the U.S. title. Braun Strowman Uh... held the Intercontinental, the Universal, and the tag titles with Nicholas. What's the first one you said? Intercontinental. Intercontinental I got you Tony And then a month afterward He beat Goldberg for the Universal So Tony since you had to remind me mm-hmm. You get to pick next door One or two uh, a Mark Andrews Don't think that's a fucking <laughs> Pick here It's one or two That's total BS
1: Door number one. <laughs>
4: All right, who was the latest Grand Slam champion? Tyree Kill.
1: Sorry, that's my team. I'm done now.
4: Through the old format, the old format meaning the European title and all of that. Who's the last, who's the last
1: who was the last was the
4: last person to win the Grand Slam championship through I'm the, the old. old school format. Okay. So not the United States championship. Here's for Max.
1: I oh, did came out soft. Speaking of mags, you guys, uh, Hulu is streaming Wrexham FC, which is the team that Rob McElhaney and Brian Reynolds took over. It's a really interesting watch, especially if you have it on Hulu. There's 20 minutes, no commercials,
3: so check it out. It's pretty cool what they're doing over there. Cobra Kai is back on Netflix too, so y'all can go check that out. Season five, I believe.
2: Yeah, Andrew and I need to watch movie, the new trivia season. And streaming reviews. Now on DWI podcast. Not bad. All same right, so hey, we're ever evolving.
4: Ever evolving. That's a good time to do it.
2: The, the no.
4: old oh, school right. format. RVD. Platt says RVD. What? Not HBK. RVD HBK. might be right, HBK. but I think Tony says Kurt Angle. Sadly, no one got a point on this because... <laughs> well, who-
3: hey,
4: it's the big show. What? Huh? when he no yes for the intercontinental that wrestling yeah.
1: mm. speaking oh, speaking bad. of the big shoe second. speaking of the big shoe I'd like to shout out to my pal in a cart on Twitter I believe that's pretty close to what his handle is to the back and forth we had renaming wrestlers with shoe in their name and uh, I will find it on Twitter and tell you the list that we came up uh, before the end of the show it was
3: quite epic. Shuke K. Nakamura. Ladies right. and gentlemen, this is Shu! Welcome
1: to Sullivan Show. Shu. All right, let's finish trivia first.
4: So. All right, so the last question. Who has the most WWE World Heavyweight Championship reigns, the big gold belt in WWE, who has the most reigns with that?
1: Who has the most reigns with the big gold belt in WWE? Correct.
2: In WWE. Okay. I have the WWE title
4: right over there Brandon. he never won that iteration of the title he only has the big gold all right that's the end of the song and if you actually know what my first and middle name is you get the answer correct here Uh, dan says
3: triple
4: h plus Says Randy Orton and Tony says it's, it's Edge. I have I'm scrolling. It's Edge. Yeah. It is Edge. Yeah. Edge's real name is Adam Joseph. That's what the AJ stands for for AJ Blaze. Everyone has one point, but I do have a tiebreaker question. Ooh. Here we go. How many World Heavyweight Championships did Edge win? PC Tony just looked oh, it up. How many, how many big total or big gold belt? Big gold belt.
3: Okay. Ha- Did Edge has win? to be
4: big gold. I don't Edge remember won? him ever
3: being WWE world champion.
4: He beat Cena. as the
1: first fucking time he won the title with the spinner. Yeah,
3: for the big goldie, yeah, so that that man. That was, that was
1: WWE, big goldie. not big goldie. Yeah, but that you, don't was remember, big goldie. you don't remember Edge with big gold, and he's won it more times in WWE than anybody else? Oh,
3: blow me. I say 11. No, that's how many times he's many a he's world one. champion. Fine, 10. <laughs> no, I think it's.
4: <laughs> Alright, so Dan says five. Tony says. Uh, I think it's Let's six. See the picture? I tried. But it. how many? I literally I said just ten. said it, motherfucker. I said ten. Tony, how many? He said six. six. Honey is the closest without going over. He is a seven-time world heavyweight champion with the big gold belt.
3: Well, this week, guys. This week has been
4: bad because Honey fucking won. Here
3: we go. (laughs) Open the haircut, hippie
4: i plan playing on it. Before you play uh, that
1: Seinfeld clip, study, but... hold, on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold uh, on. We got uh, Big Shoe. We got Jarrah Shoe. We got Miz Shoe. We got Shoe Miz. We got Shoe McIntyre. We got the whole effing Shoe. We got Sh- Shoe Boo. We got Shoe Shin Thunder Liger. We got Super Dragon. We got Sashu Banks. Shoe stational Sherry. Shoe Neriko. Shamoa Joe. The Shoe Meenie and Shoe World Order. And Michelle McShue, hashtag lay Shoe. Dan, Did please say it.
2: Big that Shoe. Show Is Shoe what, what about, about Shoe What about What about Shoe Day? The, the shoe, shoe Day. day.
1: It's <laughs> a Shoe Day. Yes. Hold on, I, I'm wrong. There's more. Barbie! There's more. There's, a more. there's a couple more, and then you can go to a commercial, or you could just go to the sign phone clip. Actually, uh, Shoe Dudley, because <laughs> there's a all oh, well, the Shoe Med Johnson. One of my favorites from the, the Shoe Stopper, and the one that made me tap out, the Red Shoester.
2: Red Shoe Diaries? That's Red Rooster's Roasters. It's going to make Kenny Robbie's <laughs> Roasters make him run for his that, money. Yeah, after oh, I all
1: that, I, I could that. really go for some Hennigans.
2: I got to do a commercial for this stuff. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that Hennigan goes down smooth. (laughs) And afterwards, you don't even smell. That's right, folks. I just had three shots of Hennigans and I don't smell. Imagine, you can walk around drunk all day. That's Hennigans. No smell, no tell, scotch.
3: Say you got a big job interview and you're a little nervous. Well, throw back a couple of shots of Hennigans and you'll be as loose as a goose and ready to roll in no time. And because it's odorless... Why it'll be our little secret. Hey <laughs> Kramer. Yeah, that'll
2: do.
1: One of the greatest I, I edited those two together because in between, uh Kramer grabs George after he walks into the apartment and like, Hey you! I wanna tell you something. I wanna tell you that you're great. He him on the back. And it's just one of the greatest things that that Kramer does in this series is those Hennigan things. Um, Chris even told me, we always, some of these episodes you don't have to watch every week. I I try to so I can get the talking points, but I understand you don't have to rewatch all of them. But he already knew this was the Hennigan's episode. And he he was warning me that shit was going to go down if the clip I pulled this week wasn't Hennigan's. And I said, you just have to wait and find out. And Chris, I like to think I delivered for you today.
3: You more than delivered, but the funniest part about the whole bit is, forty five seconds later, later he's passed out on the couch after <laughs> taking <a laughs> shot. I had three uh, shots uh, of Hennekins. Uh, uh,
4: <laughs> I was gonna say currently me at the moment with three shots of whiskey.
3: And the Hennekins led to George banging the cleaning lady, which ultimately led to his demise. The job he just got.
1: Was that wrong? Is that frowned upon? Not I'm gonna have to really. Ign- I'm going to have to claim ignorance here.
4: <laughs> no, knowing George, no, that's not frowned upon. Come on. We we know better than that. If it's free, it's for him.
3: Hey, man, if they don't have videotape, man, your best bet is to, to deny. Don't tell on yourself, sir.
4: Your body uh, count may be like seven higher because of that.
1: Dan would you like to explain to the to the listeners the continued evolution
2: of George's thriftiness? Well, you know, Elaine gets him a nice job at pendant publishing uh, very easily done and of course he has to get her something right to say thank you and they're all shopping and uh, he comes across a nice cashmere sweater that's on sale for85 dollars. And they're all wondering well, why... Marked down from
1: 600.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and so the lady, he asked why it's marked down so much. And the lady's like, oh, it's because there's a little red dot right here. And, of course, George is like, where? I don't see anything. And Jerry's like, well, yeah, obviously, now that you pointed it out, I can see it. And so George was like, hey, you think she's going to notice? Nah, they're not going to notice. Jerry, you're not going to say anything, right? So, of course... He buys the cashmere sweater for her as an early Christmas present to say thank you. Without revealing the fact that it was only $85. And there there's a red dot on there. But, you know, and he's like, well, you know, money's no object. What's money? This, I think was his line when she says thank you. He's like, what's money? And, of course, uh, you know, Kramer, being Kramer... As we know from hundreds of other episodes, the first thing he does when he sees things, he blurts it right out for everybody. Hey, what's that red dot on your shirt? Hey, what's <laughs> that
1: red dot on there?
2: And both Jerry and George hey, look at him like, weekends.
0: what
1: the fuck? <laughs> what was George's excuse? He's like, oh, and I went eventually down the road, right? Like, he... he, he He's, he's like, oh, I was so sick that day. I was seeing red
2: dots on everything. Yes, I was see red dots on everything.
3: Yeah, she got him with the the old like Looney Tunes gag. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. <laughs> like, Well, they oh, had Jerry. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: She had Jerry. Oh, well, now I know. <laughs> yeah. Did he buy it already knowing? And Jerry paused for a second, and he's like, "She's like, ah, ah." Now I know the truth. <laughs> and so she caught him. <laughs>
4: Wasn't it, Elaine's boyfriend also at the time an alcoholic? Yes. Good transition because I wanted to get to
1: that's the other part of this story, right? The beginning <laughs> is George and Jerry showing up to Elaine's Christmas party at her work. That's how George gets the job. Elaine's put in charge of hiring somebody. She wants George to come in. You got to remember, George and Elaine now have newfound friendship because they can hang out alone together, right? So everything's all good. She's very comfortable with George, which is a big thing with women. They're not comfortable around you. They don't want you the fuck around. Period. End of story. Take that for what it's fucking worth. Here's the deal, though. No, Jerry, whoa, gives don't, the don't watch. Do that.
3: You just said some real ass shit, Tony, and you need to say it again for the fellas in the back.
1: Like no, seriously, guess, that's real ass shit. I'm, 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 I'm over 40 now. I don't fucking rewind for fucking <laughs> jabronis. So listen up when I fucking talk, or don't because most of the time it's bullshit.
4: Um, oh, you didn't know. Ooh. Well, Tony better tell somebody.
1: Jerry is put in charge of Elaine's drink while she goes to introduce George to her boss, her drink. Wasn't she dating Dick as
3: well? It, and it's hilarious. His name is Dick, by the way. Like that. That can't be yes. on They're accident. having a fling.
1: <laughs> They're having a fling. OK, so it's funny because like she's like, watch my drink. And Jerry's like, okay, but Jerry has no idea
3: he's an alcoholic at the time. So this guy. I thought she told him before he asked her to uh, what he asked him to watch his drink. Yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: But I'll be I'll put it to you this way. In Jerry's defense, if I'm an alcoholic, I'm making sure I'm grabbing my own drink and not grabbing something like that. And he could tell there was vodka in there. Fucking a. so let's just continue on with the suspension of disbelief as opposed to my real world views. Jerry puts the glass down when he shouldn't have. The alcoholic picks up the drink. He starts drinking. He ends up going crazy. But that's an interesting part because they play on the whole Cape Fear thing at the end of the episode. where He's dragging that Christmas tree down the fucking hallway. <laughs> 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 Come on. That's funny as fuck. And even, even, even the off the wagon alcoholic. Can see there's a red dot on the sweater, but they bring it all back around, much like a Disney movie. Seinfeld is not about the sadness. By the end of the episode, not only has Dick heckled Jerry, but he's come full circle. He's back on the wagon, drinking coffee and smiling like a sober motherfucker at the end of the show.
3: Is it? I still think it's hilarious that the dude's name was Dick because he was addicted Jerry pre vodka, yeah. like when they were just sitting there chopping it up. Oh, I bet I'm funnier. Than you so you know I mean that <laughs> was, that's the, it was one of the things this, that most stands like out this, to me. This for guy
1: that. and then you're Jerry and I'm Jerry, right? No, I'm
3: Jerry. And then of so course he shows Jerry. up drunk as a skunk and heckles him at you know at his at his uh, show, which further further[s] the reason why this guy's name is Dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was funny. It's funny they should have called him Richard when he was sober and Dick when he was. And wasn't.
3: then Dick when he got, <laughs> drugged. got drugged. That's that would have been good. Yeah. Anybody else? Anything? Yo, shout out to George for banging the cleaning lady, man. That yeah, that's kind of cool. Great. And she's Colombian. She was probably all talking that, that you oh, know, that Hispaniola she, oh. to his ass mid-quarters. Like, that's always hot. And so a couple comes, of so she, shots, you know. She, so she the- comes
1: over, and I, say, and I say hello. And then she starts vacuuming, and her hips are swiveling.
3: <laughs> her breasts
1: and are. And her breasts are. What is Jerry saying? say? Convulsing? <laughs> it's like no, he's like oh, I'm just trying to help paint that. a picture here. Yeah, I'm Just trying <laughs> to help you out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Next thing I know, she's mopping the floor and then, with and me. He goes, oh,
1: the sex. he goes. He goes. The sex. <laughs> goes, no, no, no. He goes. The sex wasn't bad, but then I threw up. That's again. Jerry goes. Well, good thing the cleaning lady was there. Cleaning <laughs> lady was there. <laughs> ah, pop.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's it's just
1: it's ah, one it's of. So good. I mean, I would. I have gone out and ranked every episode of Seinfeld like Joey Bag of Donuts did. Shout out to Joey, we love Joey. We'll have to get him back on. Uh, he will be on, actually. He he put it. He's Joey submitted a list, so Joey will be on one of these ten weeks. So thank you for that, uh, Pittsburgh Zone. Good luck this weekend. You steal. just made the list.
4: Uh, I, I'm not going that
1: far. But, but would you guys say this is in the top 10 percentile of your? It would be in my top 10 percentile of Seinfeld episodes. Maybe you think it's a little lower or higher. I don't know. That would mean I think there's 200 plus episodes. That means like top 25,
3: five ish.
2: I think. Yeah, I think be. this
3: would definitely be in my top 15 or 20. Yeah, easily. Yeah,
2: there's so many pieces of this episode that go that go on that are fantastic. You know, each piece, like you said, you know, the Hennigan's part is just this little bit. It's just that side bit that's just almost, you know, trumps the rest of the stuff, and the rest of the stuff is still funny, too. It's crazy. It's one of those episodes where just every every part of it has got just a funny bit. So there was 180
1: episodes. Would you say it's in the top 18? 18?
3: See, this is when it gets hairy. That's, like, I that's, when, you,
1: that's when you're like, yeah, I want to know what the other... 25 yeah,
3: or well, 24, all right. Uh, top, top 15 to 25, definitely. I, I hesitate, maybe top 18. I hesitate to put it in the top 10 because I feel like the series got funnier the more they established the characters, if that makes sense.
1: There is something yeah. to be said here on an argument, Seinfeld-wise, of were the best episodes like 7, 8, and 9, or were the best episodes like the end of 3 through 4? Five and a half. Because there's some weird shit that goes on at the end of five, and six is not
3: one of my favorite seasons. I'll
1: tell you that right now.
3: That's just me. Yeah, no, that's a good question, man. I don't really have an answer for it. I do like a lot of the later seasons, but that yeah, I love the the later seasons. Like I love seven through nine because, like I said, the the characters were fully established and. But At the ahead. same
1: time, my favorite episode of all time, to which we did an homage to on this show in the weirdest fucking way possible that nobody probably could wrap their head around to listen to, was was to the, yeah, the backwards episode. So we even did a backwards DWI, which these guys were probably like, yeah, just tell us what to do. This is fucking weird.
3: That might be my favorite episode, too, Quiet as and I'm just saying...
4: Like I'm just saying that was by far the greatest episode that I ever did because I actually knew about that Seinfeld episode.
1: Sorry. Right. Good discussion today on Seinfeld. I really like that. Let's talk about what's coming up here. The subway. I, I had a hard time remembering this one but this is where Kramer gets the race tip and they all go their own separate ways from the subway. So this one is something I'm going to have to watch even if I wasn't running it because I don't remember a lot of the stuff but we up, upcoming the rest of the season. Let me just let me let you just run it down and we can close the show out here. The Pez dispensers up after that. That yes. is phenomenal. Yes. The suicide, the fix up. We're going to hit the boyfriend. That's the Keith Hernandez episodes. There's two of them. We're going to do that in one week. OK, so that week we're going to do two episodes in one. After that, we got the limo. Hilarious. The Good Samaritan. The leather. The letter. The parking space is one of my fucking favorite ever. Yeah. You know, you're a real yes. phony. Um that's a fucking great one. And then the keys. The keys which send us which is so awesome because that care that that doesn't that episode does it, the keys doesn't finish itself till the beginning of next of the next season. This is where Kramer goes to California. Um, that so one. that is a fucking amazing end of season three. That's why I say the end of, the the rest of season three through through most of five for me is a, is a really nice sweet spot that we're in right now. So like strap strap your fucking Seinfeld helmets on. We're we're going to war.
3: The parking space is that's not the one where Jerry and Elaine are at the bakery. That's the
1: one. It? No, that's way later. This is the one okay. where Jerry orders the Mike Tyson fight and George and Jerry's neighbor, oh, neighbor's, yeah. neighbor's buddy they pull in. George is gonna back in. This guy's gonna fucking pull yeah in. This parallel park. And then Kramer or George tell Jerry that Kramer's buddy called him a real phony.
3: Yeah, I haven't like seen that whole, one in a while. The so whole
1: episode to- is like the half an hour leading up to the Mike Tyson fight. Like, this is like a, almost a real-time episode. It, like, as close as it could be for a early 90s sitcom.
3: Yeah, I look forward to that. I haven't seen that one in a while. I know what you're talking about, though. Awesome sauce. All right, guys.
1: Any NFL thoughts? Because I, I, I did the inaugural chair shot NFL by myself this week, hoping that I can get my audio fixed by next week's. because I got some really cool sound to go with a lot of stuff when well, everybody's going to be doing it with me. So uh, I fully expect Christopher Platt and Ray Cash to be. Chris will be with me all the time. Ray will be in when he can. I know AJ wants to contribute. Dan will want to be there when he can. So hopefully we're going to be able to be getting introspective looks into each pocket of the nationwide fandom that is football through the people that are on our network. We have people in California, Arizona, all over the East coast, people from the Midwest, down South, up North, pick a corner of America and American football. And we have someone that's either a fan or grew up or currently lives there. So we got you fucking covered. All right. So make sure you're checking that out. You can literally follow that. It's easy. It's probably one of our easiest tags ever on Twitter at chair shot NFL. Who would have thought that I could just go out there and grab that one. That was beautiful. I really, it was a great day for me. Um, I'm going to start with AJ and then I'm going to throw it over to Chris and then Dan, your thoughts on week one,
4: try and keep it to about a minute and a half. Well, you can follow me on Twitter. at phenomenal. AJB, AJB in all caps. And Hey, football upon us everybody the Bills decimating the Rams 31-10 to 10. Rams not looking up to form but hey they're still a scary threat the Bills are the early Super Bowl favorites so I'm always up for that but as we alluded to before I'm wearing the creamsicle I'm wearing the Buccaneers orange and white going on with the red and pewter I feel like we're going to make a strong run into the playoffs because we still have Tom Brady but hey, we're gonna be great. We're gonna be good. Along with, I'm not gonna lie, every person probably in the chair shot for the NFL. So you you, you go follow that chairshotNFL.com. You can follow all of us on podcast Ewy, along with everything the chair shot on the chairshot.com articles, reviews, and the podcasts as well. Go listen, go follow, go read. It's always something great.
3: I wish I would have had the idea for us to do a knockout pool because those are always fun. Uh, y'all can find still me on Twitter. It. Yeah, you we still, still could. could. Maybe maybe we need to do that, man. Throw that out there to the Cheer Shot brethren, man. We can do our own little knockout I pool. Said, I said you could still do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs>
1: I guess we're not doing it. Uh, and you know what, folks? Continue to listen to the DWI podcast throughout the season of the NFL while Chris pitches at me because I didn't do a fucking knockout.
3: You heard the man. And hey, y'all can find me on Twitter at The Real C Plat. Make sure y'all go to com forward slash D Chair Shot. Pick up an official Chair Shot t shirt. Please and thank you. Thank you. And please. And listen, ladies and gentlemen. Go hard on Carolina this year. They're an underdog, but I, I have Carolina making the playoffs, so fuck Joe Biden. If you want to pay off your student loans, go hard <laughs> with the Carolina Panthers this season, ladies and gentlemen.
4: <laughs> fuck the Panthers! From the resident Buccaneers fan.
3: <laughs> I heard Christian McCaffrey
2: already tore an ACL, so he's out for the season, I think. He was reading the newspaper out, this morning the- in, the, <laughs> in the clubhouse. <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, for uh, us in the Midwest, uh, you know, being a Packer fan, obviously the biggest question for us is going to be our wide receiving core and what's going to happen now that Devonte Adams is gone and is Lazard going to step up? How is our rookies looking with the uh, dubs and Watson? Are they going to contribute anything? So I'm, I'm really interested to see how the wide receiving core works out this year. I'm um, hopeful, obviously, I think our defense has gotten better. Um, so we'll see how that goes, but I'm just happy to be able to wake up on a Sunday and get ready for football again. So I'm super happy that football is back. It's best time of the year for, for sports in my opinion, because football is coming then basketball's right, coming up right after it. So I'm just excited for the NFL and you can follow me and yell at me if you want over the, all over the worldwide social media interwebs that it's me, DPP.
1: There you have it. If you want to hear what I have to say about the NFL, go back and listen to that chair shot NFL. Um, I <laughs> I was, I'm closing out the show and I look up and I'm like 50 minutes in and I'm like, all right, wow. I guess I had a lot to say. So go ahead and check it out. I did fail you uh, Thursday night. I, I thought the Rams were going to win that game. I thought they're going to win a close game at home. They were catching points and the defending Super Bowl champions are 14 and two. Well, now they're 14 and three um on them opening night games so i i went with that you you know you see something you fun. go with it till so it goes the other way they just laid night in the second I, half but i'm not going to lie honey
4: you want to have done. a little I'm trivia almost stud bye I, I, but i didn't give you the under go ahead i was going to say fun fact this is the first time that Sean McVay had a losing record this is the first time he lost an opening round so
1: Yes, he was nothing 5-0. from up from uh, the Rams, was, right? Was five and zero. Was five zero. All right. Here's to the Buccaneers losing. Here's to the Browns losing. Fuck you. Here's to, here's to the Packers. Oh, just Wait, why are you saying fuck sorts you? Of you brain, the
4: Bengals of- are playing the Steelers. Why are you saying fuck
3: you? I'm from Cleveland, bitch. Okay, so why are you running for the Bengals? He said, the Browns. the Browns. What the fuck Dan. are you talking about? Play
1: the music, Dan. Add podcast DWI. <laughs> I, I didn't drink DWI enough. number
4: 340.
1: Don't drink and drive. Drink a podcast. That's you drink too much. Do, anymore. <laughs> do not drink and drive. Drink a podcast, folks. WrestlingTeaser.com forward slash Chair Shot. I thought you were playing the music. You got to play it. Yeah, I got to talk over. it. Turn up. You know, I to talk. I don't know what to say anymore. Put your
3: head. You Facebook, you know, the event. Hey, hey Jay, hey, shut up. Take off your Martin Grammatica jersey. Dude,
2: I put out a jerk.
0: Thechairshot.com. Always use your head.